This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following is a free preview of the Doughboys Double, our premium episodes available at patreon.com slash doughboys. This is the first edition of Pilot Program, our recurring series where we review famous TV pilots. In this episode, we tackle cheers with our friend Maggie Monahan. Enjoy! Welcome to Doughboys Double. I'm Nick Weiger, along with the Spoonman Mike Mitchell, who is still in the City of Angels. Your promised <laughs> departure has not yet transpired. You are still on the left coast. Wow, sounds like somebody wants me gone. I don't want you gone. I don't care where you are, honestly. It doesn't doesn't make a difference to me. We're doing all, we're doing everything through Zoom. Yeah, that's true. I'm still here, Weigs. I haven't left yet. Uh, a delay. You but keep I'm, I'm going. booking work. Yeah. That you can't leave. You want to leave L.A. And now all mm. of a sudden you're getting these big Hollywood jobs you can't turn down. Let's just say things for me this next year are going to get a little chewy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I would love what a what a big swing that would be if they reboot. Disney does this, the reboot and they're like, we're getting rid of the. Uh, tall Scandinavian guy we cast to replace Peter Mayhew. We're just using Mitch as himself. No makeup, <laughs> no no suit. And then me, who's who's who gave all the Star Wars sequels a hard time all these years. Yeah, gets to I, I get to take it. Why? Because I, I I would be on the 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 wrong end of it. You'd get some backlash for once, or maybe people would love it. Or you maybe know what? People would be like, "This is the uh, the Star Wars of old." Guess what, you freaks? Chewy would be good. I'd make it good. <laughs> Chewy's already good. Chewy's not. If if, the, if you have a problem with the new Disney Star Wars, is Chewy's not the problem. Chewy's doing great. Wags, we 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 got we got. Yes, I agree with you. Chewy Chewy's great, but I got some breaking chews. We got. I mean, we got to go over this. We have yes. to talk about it quickly. Yes, that the Mexican pizza and shredded chicken are getting taken off the Taco Bell menu. Outrageous. Everyone's texting me about it. Everyone's upset. Yeah. Outrageous. I mean, this is just... It's too much. This is the final straw, Wags. What the hell? Truly, truly baffling decisions from Taco Bell and its parent company, Yum! Brands. No idea quite what they're doing. A rudderless ship. It's... it's a bridge too far. A bridge... A, like a fridge too far. What is a bridge too far? I mean, does that mean like the know. bridge went too long and then people driving off of it? Yeah, I think it's I think that's what it is. Or it's too far away. You can't get there. Fucking Hey, you want to go visit the Golden State Bridge? Uh the Golden the, the Golden Gate Bridge? Too far. That's a bridge too far. I'm not making that drive. I agree with that. And yeah. I'm in the same state as it. Too far. It's true. 
Uh, well, Mitch, our, you know what? Our guest may have some opinions on this. I actually don't know, but uh, but, uh, but we're thrilled to have well, her either I, way. I, I also, I have, wait, I want, I want to quickly say yes. that we have to have a word for when it's tra- like tragic choose. You know what I mean? Uh, doesn't tragic choose work? Yeah, I guess tragic choose it is. <laughs> breaking choose and tragic choose. There's breaking choose that our guests will like. Well, we'll see. It, do your intro thing, Wiger. Wait, what's this up? There's positive breaking choose? Well, I mean, it depends. You might think it's tragic choose. Well, well Dano was just telling me about it. Okay, we'll get into this. Uh, th- we'll get into this now. Uh, she's a writer from Crossing Swords on Hulu and Earth to Ned, which is now streaming on Disney Plus. Maggie Monahan is here. Hi, Maggie. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks Thank for being here. Thank you for here. being here. You are in New England right now. I'm in Shrewsbury, Massachusetts. Wow. Wow. The Shrews. Shrews. I, I don't know if anyone calls it that, but I thought I would give it a try. Well, Shrewsbury <laughs> is a suburb of Worcester, um, mm-hmm. which is in the heart of Massachusetts. Wow. Worcester, um, my sister went to Assumption College in Worcester, so I know Worcester. Mm-hmm. I know Worcester well. Yes. Um, it is a, It is quite the city. I mean, I, now I feel like Worcester is... Uh, it's been it's 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 gotten uh, nicer, right? Like I feel like there's a there was like a uh like a really cool Korean restaurant that I went to, and unfortunately, like lots of stuff right now, it closed. So that would be sad shoes, I believe. Yeah, that's, tragic shoes. Tragic shoes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I've been pleasantly surprised every time I come home. They have a, a few more cooler things here and there, and then also just like the classics too. So. Um, well, how about choose you can lose? Hmm. It's like, that's, that's so like, I don't want anything to do with that. That's bad. That's choose. I could lose. It sounds like it is that, was that, is that based on shoes? You can lose. Is that based on something shopping wise? It's not, it seems weird. Well, there's news you can use. So I was kind of doing a double pun of choose. You can lose. Yeah. No, the double pun wags. Okay. That's a bridge too far. (laughs) You never. Hey, you never dub, you never, you never double pun it, babe. You you say, in, you see, you hear that in Act One, and then in Act Three, someone d- d- finally double puns it and pulls it off, and that's hey, how they babe. save the day. Hey, babe, we- welcome to SNL. You never double pun it, babe. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dennis Miller? That's so, that was some of his sage advice in the eighties when he was uh, when he was uh, he 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 went into the did Miller go into the nineties did he get nineteen ninety was he I think he yeah maybe he was, was. In, he yeah. was still a I think I think in the early nineties and then uh, uh, Kevin uh, Nealon took over yeah Kevin Nealon took over that's right I was trying to remember think of who was between him and Norm I kind of a forgotten weekend update news anchor Nealon was, he was great he was great I liked delightful. Nealon too delightful uh, here's uh, look. Okay, well, you're gonna say because I got to get to the breaking shoes. I was gonna that's, say that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna. I wanted to talk about uh, Maggie. Are you a Taco Bell fan at all? I'm. I'm not. I'm a- ambivalent. I'm ambivalent. <laughs> all right, <Wow>. that's good. <laughs> wow. See, that's the single pun, Wags. That's how you do it. But unfortunately, Maggie, because of that, I'm gonna have to make like AOL and goodbye. <laughs> Mitch, you can't kick out our guests just for not liking Taco Bell. I'm just going to say silently for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, Maggie, please speak all you want. Um, uh, the uh, but what is the you're, yeah, so you don't have strong feelings about Taco Bell? Then what is the other uh, bit of chews that we want to get to, Mitch? What, what's the other thing that we could maybe have a reaction to? I love Taco Bell, just to be clear to everyone. But also, I'm yeah, very people ups- know. 
I'm very upset about this news. It's very, it's bad news. Anyways. Yes. Dano texted me this morning. 7.30 a.m. DD pushing stuffed cream cheese fucking bagels the size of munchkins. Wow. My my response, 11.22 a.m. That's an atrocity, I say. Dano says, I'm intrigued. Oh, God. Siri got in the way. Dano says, I'm intrigued. That is what conservatives said about munchkins, which made me laugh. And I said, I'm intrigued, too. And I said, you know I'm intrigued. But he mentioned that DD new stuff is usually bad. And I do agree with him that mm. Dunkin' Donuts, when they have like a new thing like that, it's it's usually not great. But I have had, after he told me this, I remember that I that at my, I did have like cream cheese stuffed bagels back when I was in Boston, like the like munchkin size cream cheese stuffed bagels. Yeah. And they were good. I forgot the exact brand. I'll, I'll look I, them I up. I think that was a, that was a Shark Tank product. If I remember, that's right. Is that yeah. why did I get them for my sister or something? I don't know, but I but I had them and I and I liked them. Yeah, they're they're clearly very processed, but they're not bad. Are they frozen? What? How did they come? They they come they come they come frozen. Yeah, they come frozen. Then you and then you you, you toss them in the oven. I think that I had the bant the bantam bagels. Okay, ban- yes, that, I think that is the Shark Tank product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same one that's in the Starbucks stores now. I think. Oh, that's right. They have them in Starbucks mm. next to the sous vide egg bites. Yep. Uh, do you have the uh, so? Oh, do uh, we do we eat them for the show? You did with Jessica Chaffin. Yes, we did wow. eat them for the show. We wow, did have we them are, for the show. We okay. are fucking dumb. I I just listened to that episode as I was like I went for a bike ride and I listened to that episode and it felt like this may be a part two to that episode. Wow. I can I also ask you did it, did it make the bike ride feel longer? Um. It. No, it was actually quite nice. It was distracting me from all of uh, the Trump signs that I was biking. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> there's good people, right? <laughs> wow. What the hell is going on in Shrewsbury? It's that Western that Western mass. I mean, even though Worcester is barely Western. The old, It's just old white people who have right. never seen anyone that doesn't look like them except like on the MTVs or something like that. Is that really, is that really, <laughs> because people, people always give crap to Massachusetts, of course, because mm-hmm. I'm the host of the podcast, but, um, the one and only host, Wiger's kind of just like a guest every, every week. <laughs> I start the show. <laughs> I introduce you. Anyway, <laughs> um, Mostly a democratic state, so that is a that's a, that's surprised to me that you're bunking, biking through a bunch of Trump signs. You'll run into that in rural California, which is as blue a blue state as they come. Mm. I mean, that's that's just a that's just an urban rural divide, which has, takes place in every state in the nation. Similar vibe for sure. Well, I know the first thing and first stop I'm making when I'm back there. Shrewsbury Wags. <laughs> oh no, it's, Mitch! It's clobbering time. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What the hell did you think I was going to go celebrate? What the fuck? <laughs> I thought you maybe thought Shrewsbury was a pie. <laughs> there are excellent pies in Worcester. Wow. There's wow. tabletop pies. And they make big pies, but they also make little single serve pies. And they're a dog. Damn. I love Mugs. those mini pies. Those are fun. I got, a, I got a new first stop when I go back to Massachusetts. <laughs> the pie factory? It's slobbering time? I don't know. <laughs> They've already got your picture with a do not admit sign underneath it. I'm going to get under the conveyor belt. Dun, 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 <laughs> That's what they're worried dun, about. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
If they have pie runoff, I could help. <laughs> Let's. Well, I want to go back to Dunkin' Donuts because, uh, uh, you know, obviously a, a big New England chain. Maggie, do you, you have any particular fondness to for Dunkin'? I do. I mean, it's just like, I'm sure with Mitch too, just like growing up, it's everywhere. And mm. uh, I would be dragged to Catholic Mass at 7.30 in the morning. Mm. There would be donuts afterwards. Different families would take turns like um, bringing donuts for your, I don't know. Your, your Christ debrief. I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just like in high school, like the cool kids who had cars would get like an iced coffee, but it'd be in the winter time. So they get a styrofoam cup to put the iced coffee in because, it, but it was it all moved. just like cream and sugar and stuff. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. I was like a big fan of the Dunkachino a big fan of the white hot chocolate. Um, wow. And I don't think the coffee is good. Wow. Interesting. I, 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 I actually think that the, co- I actually think the coffee is still good. Like, uh, it, it is, it is one of the things that I think they actually still do. Well, I think the donuts and the bagels can be, we've talked about this before. Can yes. Feel a little bit more processed than they once did. And, and can mm-hmm. definitely go all, all over the place with quality wise but i think that the co- I, i'm a i'm a dunkin donuts coffee i'm a st- i'm a stan wags well you're not much of a coffee drinker but if you get coffee dunkin is what is your is one of your go-tos is it good that i use stan now uh, uh probably two years after people started using it yeah it's a useful marker for letting people know that you you shouldn't say stan anymore <laughs> um I had a I actually do like Dunkin Donuts myself uh, coffee myself as well and I'm a big time coffee drinker. Hey, I've got a travel mug of Joe I'm sipping on right now as we record and uh every morning for me and so I, I think Dunkin's pretty good. I think the regular coffee is pretty good and I think it, it's them and McDonald's in the same way that they both have similarly good breakfasts. I feel like their coffees are the same sort of level at that price point. Every everybody held up coffee when you did that except me. I don't got a coffee. Yeah, you're not a big coffee drinker. Yeah, but I like it. On you know occasion. what I would hold up? You know what was my old drink at Dunkin' was a uh, strawberry culotta. Now, what is the difference between... Uh, Maggie just ood there. What is the difference between the culotta and the Dunkachino? The culotta is just like a Slurpee. <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, it's a, it's just ice and whatever, like juice, and then blend it up. Um, got it. Tequila, and it'd probably be pretty good. Oh, yeah. It would be... I mean, like... It's not really a smoothie. It is just kind of like, uh, but like marketed as kind of like a morning, kind yeah. of a morning drink. I think it's just like, oh, it's a hot summertime. Get a culotta was kind of what it, what the marketing was on it. I bet it was a, a predecessor of like the the Starbucks refreshers. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, it was a uh, one. It was also, I mean, like Slurpee is basically kind of a good, mm-hmm. a, a kind of a good description of it, but it, 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 was high in calories and high in sugar. Yeah, just corn syrup. <laughs> yeah, corn syrup. I mean, bad for you, but it was. T- it, they are tasty. I mean, like that. They were. They were damn good. And when I was a kid, and I'd walk down a uh, Dunkin' Donuts with me and my buddies when I was probably like twelve or something, we'd get a bagel or a breakfast sandwich and a and a, a culotta. It was. It was a dream, Wags. Uh, now you just culotta. I assume come. I, I mean, from your description, obviously comes cold. The Dunkachino. I think you can get hot or iced. Which direction do you go? I uh, I I think I've only ever had it hot. But a Dunkachino is a 
half hot chocolate, half coffee. Oh, that's fun. And that's delightful. It's, and also would, uh, would recommend making it at home for yourself. It's just like, I mean, essentially it's like a mocha. Right. There's something I think I don't hate, uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee, but there's other coffee I prefer more because I like a really strong black coffee. Right. Whereas Dunkin' Donuts is built to serve you cream and sugar. It is a vehicle for those things mm. in my mind. A great vehicle. Excellent. Like I or I went and picked up my mom a coffee the other day and to get to say medium regular is like, whoo, it's like great, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> the the regular by default it has cream and sugar in it. Mm-hmm. I've uh, um I I boy I'm such a, I'm a very much I I generally take my coffee black like it like in pretty much all contexts but I you, have had it with a cream and sugar at Dunkin' because I know that's what they're known for. You'd have to say you that I mean I don't know if things have changed over uh over time like uh, uh, if things have changed over times but the if you order a Dunkin' yeah it's, it comes like medium cream and sugar right like isn't it like two creams and two sugars basically or wow yeah. Did you have friends that worked at Dunkin' Donuts growing up? Oh yeah, my sister worked there for a short, short, a short uh, time. She was all she was three of you time. nodded. I guess it's just such a ubiquitous thing in New England. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like working at the grocery store or something. It's the same right. thing. Like everybody's job in high school was Shaw's or Dunkin' Donuts. With theirs, uh, and but then I like really learned about like what everything went into it. But my friend Ryan worked at a Dunkin' Donuts on Route 20, which is a major trucking route. But then it got bought or like subsidized by a <laughs> this chain called the Sip and Scratch. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> because they sell lotto tickets. Okay. But it sounds just like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds disgusting. <laughs> it's not a good idea, but no, it's like on the money for what Dunkin' Donuts is. <laughs> there, there, there was there was another coffee place called called Coffee Break, which my sister loved, but then kind of like cooler, like kind of like more popular, and like pretty girls worked there, and so you know, I'm not gonna fucking waddle in there and order up a fucking big bagel and a coffee you're describing some sort of like hooters version of duncan no it wasn't a it was these are these were high school you were because you were saying you it like, i thought the way you you pitched it i thought you were talking about them using sex appeal to sell but that's not what was going on no i was just saying that the the popular pretty girls worked there okay just just by coincidence yeah it's, it wasn't a hooters you freak well i didn't know you made a point of describing the, the appearance of the, the the employees. Then I said that the the pretty. All right, Maggie, what were you going to say? <laughs> there is a coffee Hooters in Massachusetts. Well, not Hooters, but it's called Mary Lou's. I know Mary Lou's, and it is they they might not be as um, overt as Hooters, but they definitely use pretty girls to sell coffee. Yeah. Wow. They use Mary yeah, it's, Lou's. It's called. Mary Lou's. Hold on, I'm just gonna wow. Google this real quick. Are you gonna get out of here? I gotta go. <laughs> He's got a plane ticket booked. He's gonna be in Quincy before I am. <laughs> yes, to to see all these high school. May I re- remind you, all these high school women who work there. Well, not um, at Mary Lou's, right? This is a different concept. No, Mary Lou's also has a lot of. It's usually young. Oh, it's no. like it's it's young. It's young. It's. I mean, there are older women who work there too but it, it is usually a lot of young kids um 
But Mary Lou's opened. Mary Lou's opened uh, later. I was never. I, I think I've been into Mary Lou's, but I've never. I never really got Mary Lou's. Wow. One in Hyannis. Do you say Hyannis? Mm-hmm. Why? Do you know Hyannis? No. What is that? It's where you get the ferry to the vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared now. It's very beautiful. You should go. <laughs> um, so pivoting from coffee, what are, like what are the other Maggie? What what are your other some of your favorite New England eats? What are things chain or otherwise that make you think of home? Um, well, so one thing I've been a, a great summer beer that is not for everyone, and I know that is a Wachusett blueberry. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. May I quickly? May I quickly just say? Wah, wah, watch you sit. We've sang this on the podcast before. Watch you sit mountain, mountain skiing minutes away. Yeah. Watch you sit mountain. Wise is just staring ahead. Do you know, it's not, it's not a jingle. It's a, you know, I, I didn't grow up there, but is it is, do you recognize that jingle, Maggie? Yeah, it's from uh, Watch You Sit Mountain. Wow. There's a Watch You Sit Mountain is connected to like so many other food things in and around this area. Because uh, the Crowleys own Wachusett, and the Crowleys also, I believe, are involved with Polar Seltzer, which is a big regional. Oh yeah, and is now available um, in nationwide in the CVS in that I go to in LA. Wow, yeah, I've had Polar before. It's fine. It's just fine. Wait, hold on. What? I've had Polar before. It's just fine. It's just fine. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not first saying all, that as a negative. I'm saying it's like it's it's just fine. You drank it in my house, first of all. <laughs> it's good. What do you want in from Quincy, me? In Quincy, Massachusetts, probably when you were telling my mom that the bed was uncomfortable or some bullshit. <laughs> this isn't even a bit. This is real. The bed, it's just, it's not good. You live here? <laughs> Wags, do you remember this? I had to sleep in your childhood bed, and it was a little uncomfortable. That's where I'm about to go sleep for a long time. You're gonna sleep in your child like your isn't it like a twin bed? No, it was a full. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's probably fucking crusted over. I'm sure after you were in there. All right. It's um, I I I look. I would. It was. It was not the most comfortable sleeping arrangement. I would. Your your. It was very lovely of your mom to host us. Uh, but yeah, I did. I don't know. I wasn't complaining about it. I was just saying I didn't get the best night's sleep. He fucking let my mom know about it the next morning. <laughs> fucking asshole. I don't stay at people's houses very often, okay? <laughs> well, fucking learn to keep your trap shut, you fucking fool. <laughs> Wait, so what, where do we, how do we get here? We were talking about something else. Talking about just, uh, a polar seltzer. Oh yeah, polar seltzer, yeah. So <laughs> the... So rude to my, Mike's mom. <laughs> <laughs> she likes me. We had a lovely time. Nah. We had some nice conversations. Not anymore, she doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so Polar Seltzer, but but what else? What are some of the other New England faves? And then, so another Watch You Sit product that I love and my family sends me all the time is this brand of chips called Watch You Sit Chips. You mentioned these mm. in advance of the record. I'm very intrigued. Um, I had I had time, I would send you some, but I will bring some wow. to LA just for you to have. Um, wow! 
So they are, yeah, a local thing. I think Utz maybe like owns the company now. I think they got bought up. But the one that is like sense memory, like big time for me is the sour cream and onion, which comes in this bag that is like, it just looks like someone designed it in the 50s and they never changed it. Mm. And uh, um, the like, oh, you know, it doesn't taste like real anything, but that just like powdery, like, chip that has ridges and it's excellent with any sandwich and recently my dad bought me some opened them and then vacuum seal vacuum sealed them to take all the air out so he could get more in the box to mail me in la wow wow they come in a bunch of different flavors but like my family's crest perhaps perhaps oh my god perhaps should be that and i actually had my we would have it at my grandparents' house every Saturday. We'd go over and like all my cousins, sandwiches, deli meat, and then we'd have these chips. So it's a very like nice kind of family thing. And I actually had wow, wow. I had someone paint a picture of the bag of chips for my dad. Uh, my grandma passed away not too long ago, and it was just like a little like nice thing for him to have in his kitchen. I have it in my kitchen too. That's how much I love these chips. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you guys the picture. It came out beautiful. She did a great job. That's a that's uh, a great tribute. And also, I I don't have any sort of connection, like I, maybe not to a food stuff like, like that seems as intense as that. Like a familial bond over over a chip brand. That's fascinating. It, yeah, it's so local to like even um, my cousins. We went, oh, after, we were spending a lot of time together. Everybody was in town after my grandma's funeral. And like at every family function we went to, everyone would make, like buy those chips and bring them to them. So it was this kind of weird. Just just to be clear, they're Utz chips, correct? No, they're Wachusett. Oh, they're Wachusett chips. Oh, wow. I, I don't even know Wachusett chips. I think they like, I mean, I've never seen them outside of Worcester. Um, probably like Worcester County. Um, but it's, they're delicious mm. and they're like, they're not, I don't know if they're good. I don't know if they're good, but to me, I think, Oh, seeing, seeing the packaging, I definitely have had what juice chips. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very tasty. And, uh, yeah, just, um, they're, they're I, great. They make me think of home and they make me think of lots of like fun times when I was a little, little kid. Based on your description, I'm I'm certain they're great, and they they they're ridged. You're saying, yeah, like a ripple chip. They're ridged. I love a I love a ripple chip. Mitch, what do you how do you where do you stand on ridges? Uh, give me the regular chip, even though I you know ridges can be fun. Come on, you don't like ridges? Ridges are you, great. You know what I just figured out, and this makes sense that I went to Uts. Wachusa is a it's a subsidiary. Oh my god, why can't I say anything? I'm a fool. Subsidiary subsidiary let's take this again and pretend it never happened okay subs subsidiary shut up fool subsidiary yes mitch well said so hold on wachusett chips are a subsidiary of Mm utz chips yes yeah, Maggie said that up top, I, I, and I and I think I, 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 it's a. Oh, then I found nothing out at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I just made a fool of myself. But Mitch, I, I want to say this: uh, this will this will interest you. Wachusett Potato Chip Company was originally founded in Clinton, 
Massachusetts. All right. Welcome to Clinton, Massachusetts. Oh boy, Bill Clinton's here. Bill, did you know? Because it's your your namesake, I guess you might be have an interest in this particular town. That's right. I call it the Little Saint James of the Commonwealth. Oh no. Oh Mitch. Oh Mr. Clinton. Mr. Oh, President. Oh Mitch, why'd you say that? Uh, I was I was yeah, wondering hey, Nick, if Mitch why was say, around. Why did you say all that? Why did you Why did you say that? Well, I you went to the you went to the bathroom. I wanted you to come over here so you could see that President Clinton was was dropped into the studio. He's here. He sees it. He knows what's happening. Um. So, uh, hey, you, you know what I you know what I would do if I could redesign Massachusetts. What's that, Mr. President? I'd straighten out that tip of it, make it erect. Oh boy, Cape Cod would be a rod. Cape Rod. Bill, that's that's far too horny. Yeah, maybe I maybe I'm being a little too horny this time. All right, see you later. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Clinton is actually where my dad's side of the family is from, and like, wow, wow. My uh, grandma grew up in a house that they somebody in our family built in like the 1880s in Clinton. That's wow. amazing. These people don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> My 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 dad and my mom's family all from Quincy. Yeah, people stick they stick around. Wags they found heaven. Why leave? You know, same thing happens in Southern California. Now you I get don't three know. generations here. People love it. The weather's idyllic. They don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't didn't one of those generations walk it slowly in front of a train? That was in the 19th century, and that was not in California. But yes, my great-great-grandfather did commit suicide by walking in front of a slow-moving train, in front of a crowd of horrified onlookers who all shouted no in unison. And then his obituary was written up in the St. Louis Post the next day. It's fucked up that I laugh at that, but then also... <laughs> he would have is... wa- He would have liked it. It seems like he was a bit of an attention whore. <laughs> and Weiger is obsessed with choo-choos. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Maggie shared the the painting of the Wachusett chips. It's a sour sour cream and onion varietal with a little flower next to it and a tabletop. A great great little rendering. We we'll share this on our social media. Um, and you have this hanging in your home? Yeah, it's done by this uh, artist named Jillian Hunt with a G. And she I met her through my time and working in Hollywood. And yeah, I have it at my house. My dad has one too. It's just little chips make us. Think of our grand, my grandparents, and lots of good times. So I, I just, awesome. I always look forward to getting them when I'm home. Wow, that rules! Wow, um, and I'm, I'm gonna have to get some Wachusett chips when I'm back. Uh, when I'm back east, Wachusett chips, Wachusett beer, mm-hmm. anything you want, Wachusett. I love it. Wah wah wah, Wachusetts, right, Mitch? That's right, Wags. <laughs> I can talk the talk. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I want to say that North Quincy High School football, when I played, we, we went to go, to go back to Hyannis. I was trying to find the score for a long time, um, but we went down uh, to, and played uh, Barnstable mm-hmm. and uh, got our asses kicked. Mm. Just like uh, I've said this before, but Wags, the first time I ever got in, did I ever tell, did I ever say this before? The first time I ever got into a scrimmage for North Quincy high school football. Like I came is this over the, yeah. Is this, is this a, is this involve an assistant coach shouting something from the sidelines? Yeah, I guess yeah, I've, you've, told you've told the story. I've told too many stories on here. 
It's you know it's what happens when you do a sh- you do a podcast for long enough. You only have a deep enough well of stories. Eventually, you're gonna start repeating yourself. Tell it again. Why not? It's fine. The Bet assistant coach it. just. I got into the game when the assistant coach yelled, "Get Mitchell out of there! He's gonna get himself killed." Which I heard in the game <sighs> as I was about to play. Did you get killed? Yeah. It was a Beetlejuice scenario, though. I came oh, back. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's nice. I didn't realize you'd seen the other side. What was your school? What's North Quincy's uh, mascot? Yeah. oh Moving on. <laughs> well, this is breaking choose. Why? Because the mascot's been changed. You know this. Yes. We haven't, we haven't talked about it, but the the yak, it was the Yaku. Um, it was the North Quincy High School Red Raiders. It was the Yaku. Um, the Yaku was problematic. Um, and so just recently, they updated the North Quincy Yak- Yaku. And I wonder if I can find a picture of it. Here it is. Here we go. Here's This is on Boston. This is on Boston.com in the Boston Globe. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is real news over there, Wags. Yes. This is, this is, this is, this is real, the real deal. Uh, they basically, as Mitch is sharing this, they basically made a took a a pretty uh, crude and uh, offensive Native American caricature and retconned it into being a patriot. So basically, this is it now. This is the Yaku now. But he was holding a hammer. He like was dressed as a. I wonder if I can find the the old the old picture of him. But but the thing to me that's funny. That's I mean it's not funny, but. It's basically like the character is just dressed up in a new costume now. They just changed his wardrobe. Yeah, it's like a different <laughs> themed Barbie. He's so this is what it was. Here, here's here's a side by side. They yeah, not great. Yeah. Oh, but that's Massachusetts for you. They're like, we're not going to change it. Wait, let's give him a different shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here it is. They, 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 they lightened his skin up, and the, I mean, this is just this is hard to talk about. This is bad news. Yeah, I, re- I honestly did not know any of this. Not, not your fault. A big old beehive in Quincy, Massachusetts. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's Quincy's fault. I think if you bring up any high school mascot, there's like a one in three chance of it being wildly offensive. Yeah. I, uh, that's interesting. So my Shrewsbury high school where I went is the uh, colonials, but, um, I have t-shirts and stuff from high school still. And he is a scary looking white dude. He's like, wow. Wow. That guy killed a lot of native people (laughs) Uh as uh, you know, just someone who's trying to like be more thoughtful. And I'm like walking around LA wearing my like Shrewsbury colonials thing. I was like, is that good? Like, uh, I'd be curious to think what you guys think because it's like, well, those are anyone who lived in the colonies or colonials. But right, I just think animals. Every mascot should be an animal. Animals. Animals can't get mad. Animals, just like turkeys, vultures. They're only awful birds. It saves. That's all. That's that's all you gotta do. It's you're you're set. Hey, I, I was speaking of animals. We're talking high school mascots. My high school mascot, the Long Beach Poly High Jackrabbits. There you go. Everyone can enjoy that. Of course, fucking jackrabbits. <laughs> Let me share this image with everybody. Is it a jackrabbit humping the the knee of the t- other team? No, it's not, Mitch. It's not a horny jackrabbit. Here we go. 
But jackrabbits are horny. All right, this I just shared a Google search with you. You can see this guy. He's a he's a, he's kind of like a kind of Looney Tunes character to him. They've re, they've redesigned the logo since I've been there. He's wearing a Letterman's jacket. He's got a fucking wags attitude to him. He's got a toot. He's like I'm, I'm not a grumpy. Bad boy. I am a bad boy. <laughs> All right, if that's what you mean, yeah, then yes, I absolutely relate to this bad boy. Yeah. Um yeah, this uh Honestly, I didn't realize right until now, but the old school Shrewsbury High School Colonial looks like, uh, what's his name? Edward James Olmos. <laughs> wow. Wags, I'm looking at the uh, the motto of, of the Paul and we fuck and we suck, but we don't suck like that. Yeah, but it's in Latin, so you kind of butchered it. <laughs> <laughs> Just reading the translation, it sounds a lot less elegant. Uh, we're Ooh, looking at the colonial right. now. The colonial. Oh hey, you yeah. Know this this looks like that. It's it's the the styling of the old school Tampa Bay Buccaneer logo. You know what I'm talking about? Where it was just it was a little bit more hand drawn. I I feel like that his hat is too heavy. It's 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 basically an early helmet. It it almost it almost makes sense. He is mm. a little scary, but he's uh he looks a little like the Quaker Oat Man. The, right. The, so. The version I have on the, my T-shirt, it must have been like a short-lived version because this is the version that's been around since like the seventies, like my uh, that's been around forever. So I don't know, but he's very, um, I don't know, I'm just scared of him. <laughs> any for me, any menace just comes more from what he represents. Like this guy in and of mm. himself just looks like a a normal guy, but then when you actually think about it, then yeah, I I one hundred percent get that. Hey Mitch, I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun you know that's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon is out, there's never a doubt, the moon is cool. And when the sun's up high, you can't deny, it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love, the th I love the smell too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come on. <laughs> the moon, moon is cool. Cool, cool, cool. The cool. <laughs> moon is cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone.
And Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow. green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus... They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. before your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. But hey, speaking of all this New England talk, Mitch, we got to get into our topic for this episode, a show set in New England, set in the city of Boston. Wow. Cheers. It's the first edition of This Is Your Idea, Mitch. The Doughboys Pilot Program. Doughboys Pilot Program. You are now free to lie above your couch. 
couch tree. So you came up with this idea. You had ample time. You knew we were going to do it. You had ample time to come up with a catchphrase. That's what you landed on. You are now free to lie about your... (laughs) You're now free to lie about your... (laughs) Just say subsidiary again. Subsidiary. Strategery. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this is is a periodic thing we'll be doing on on the Doughboys Double where we will be watching a pilot for a... I don't know. Maybe some will be heralded shows. Maybe some will be long running shows. Maybe some will be pilots that never... Uh, got greenlit. We, who knows? Who knows what the future holds? But we're starting with a this big one. This is exciting, Wags. It's exciting. It's, it's a great premise. It's a good idea. It could be a pilot. This could be a, a podcast in and of itself. First of all, someone probably already does it. Actually, I pitched the pilot program forever. Yeah, I said Doughboys pilot program. You fucking pushed it off forever. You piece of shit. You never want to do it. I was then, down to do it. Then just this week, you said, "How about the Doughboys pilot program?" Two days ago. And I said, sure. So I didn't have time to fucking come up with the slogan, all right? <laughs> I'm not solely responsible for scheduling these episodes and deciding what goes, what the premise is. We just, oh, this please. is a collaboration. You fucking love to, you, you, you love to be in control, Wags. I, we, we share control. You're a regular Diane. I'm not, I, how dare you? I'm no Diane. Oh, you're 100% Diane. If I'm the Diane, then you're the Sumner. Ugh. <laughs> so the pilot for Cheers is Give Me a Ring Sometime. That's the official title. Directed by James Burroughs, written by Glenn and Les Charles, uh, who won an Emmy for the script for this episode, and premiered September 30th, 1982, just days before a newborn Mike Mitchell That's right. squirmed out of his mommy's womb and into our world. Wah, I want to watch Cheers. That's how I came out. <laughs> I already missed the first episode. I was pissed off. <laughs> Stop crying, son. DBRs don't exist yet, but it'll rerun someday. <laughs> so the, uh, I mean, we should, we should just, we should honestly start with a Cheers theme. I mean, there's, there's just like a, the mm. maybe the best theme in all of uh, TV. In all of TV. I mean, what's better than the Cheers theme? I think Golden Girls and Cheers are really right on the same level. Wow. Golden Girls they're, is very good. They're absolutely right. on. They're they're both there. They're, they're neck and neck. I mean, I like, I like the Simpsons theme, too. That's a good one. The very bombastic, a different sort of uh, vibe. But mm-hmm. um, but Cheers is just so great, and it's such a mood, and I think it's also just a, a song that stands on, his own, on its own and does not any, need any sort of association uh, you know, it, it's not like just nostalgia for the thing you're about to watch. It's just legitimately a good song. Let's play some of this. Making your way in the world today everything Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Oh, this is the wrong one. The check is in the mail. I know this part. And you, uh, cat up by the tail is the full song. Taylor fiance didn't show. Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name. Ah, got it. So good. And they're always glad you came. You wanna be Listen where you can see 
Oh, Troubles dang. are all the same. Um, the top comment on that YouTube video was, who else came here from the Applebee's ad? I guess people now only know the Cheers theme via an Applebee's Jesus campaign. Jesus Christ. It's depressing. Uh, anyway, so uh, the just a, a great theme song. I'll just say this. Watching this pilot, which I must have seen at some point in the past, but I just it had been so long, uh, and I'd never really like watched it as just like, I'm just going to watch this as a pilot Aside from how efficient it is at giving a bunch of exposition and backstory, I was just like, it just made me want to hang out in a bar. I was like, yeah. man, fuck, I'm really pining for that experience. Not getting drunk, which I can sadly do on my own in my own apartment, uh, I, but just like the experience of being like in this place with other people, not even necessarily people I know, but just like being around uh, mm. that vibe, that energy of like the, the low-key dive bar. It's just like, ah, I was really craving that. So the 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 cold open is... Is you know you say we should start with the the intro, which is amazing, and that intro yes. is fantastic, and also the images that go with the intro just it works so well. It, it it's just the perfect intro, but that cold open is really good. That kid that kid is a pretty good actor. The kid who tries to come in and get a beer is just a funny yeah. little segment, and you're off and running. Um, yeah, just like a self contained little joke. It's it's like the kind of thing that you'll see in you know sometimes the Sunday comic. Uh, in the newspaper, where we'll have those those two panels in advance. That's just its own isolated joke. That's that's mm-hmm. kind of what it feels like. Um, also, why but- you're you're saying how I was born? The kid who's in there, his ID says he's 38. The young kid, mm. which I'm about to turn. Wow. And he was born in 44, which makes me think. So 82 is now today's 44, which is insane. No. Yeah, he was born in 44. That so- sounds. That sound does not sound like the same amount of time. I guess it is brain brain breaking math, Wags. It really is. I love that cold open so much. It's, it's really great. good. When I was, I went to school in Boston, not at Harvard. I went to Emerson, but with lots of other folks. Um, but hell yeah, uh, Emma. Yeah. Emma did a shimmy as you said that. And uh, but we went to this bar one time, and my not twenty one year old friend said to the waitress. Can I have a beer, please? That's it. Not specified any kind. Just said beer, please. And she was like, "Can I see your ID, please?" <laughs> I dropped it and like walked, just left. <laughs> but it was like, yeah, that's you would be like, have you ever ordered a beer like that? Right. <laughs> a beer. <laughs> How old they were? Eighteen. My friend. Yeah, he's probably like nineteen or twenty or something. Oh wow. Uh, you you do see that though in movies sometimes where it's it's like the non-specific order where they're just like like you know like give me a beer or like whiskey you know I mean it's just like it, and it's it's and then they'll just get it and they'll they'll like it won't be they won't ask how like how much it costs or anything there won't be any of the interactions that take place in a normal transaction I'm starving can I get a meal thanks <laughs> I think in movies and TV shows it's so that they're not like giving free advertisement to that makes sense. They can't be like, I'll have a Coors, like, or whatever. So that's what people learn. You mm-hmm. At a bar, you say, hello, one beer, please. Right. <laughs> Unless you're watching Pixels, where they make a point of ordering Crystal Skull Vodka, because that was part of the cost of Dan Aykroyd appearing in the movie. Anyway, the, 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 the kid that you meet, he's, he's, he's a good he's a good he's a good Just actor. a reminder, Gadfuck's, uh, Gadfuck's Qbert and Pixels. Mm-hmm. The char the Charles the Charles brothers That's in, true. in 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 Bur- yeah, I know this the Charles <laughs> brothers 
the Charles brothers and Burroughs. Burroughs is still going, right? Doesn't he still? Uh... Yeah, they were longtime collaborators. And Burroughs, I think, you know, maybe the most esteemed of all TV directors, certainly among multicam directors. Um, yeah, they, they had a long running collaboration. I it, it's it's all it, it, go on, Mitch. Uh, no, just uh, Burroughs is still working in the in the industry today, which is crazy. I mean, yeah. he, I, I don't know why he'd even want to, but he still he still does it. And he's yeah, he just I was going to say he's still considered a legend. But uh, Wags, I got a question for you right off the ta- the top. And please, Maggie, you as well. But are you a Diane Stan or a Rebecca Checker? <laughs> Uh, I always, you know, here Rebecca was a Kirstie Alley character mm-hmm. uh, who appeared in later seasons after uh, the actor who played Diane left to pursue other things. I, I always I just because of where it hit me in the age and when it was airing, I watched more of the Kirstie Alley episodes. Yeah, so I guess I probably lean more Rebecca. But you know, I when like I rewatch an older Chairs, I'm like, I'm like, oh, Diane's character is really good. Yeah, and it's funny. She's great. Um, what's what's the actor's name? I, I don't have it in front of me. Shelley Long. Yeah, Shelley Long. Long. That's right, Shelley Long. Yeah, Shelley Long's great. Um, well, you know what? I I think this is maybe the only episode of Cheers I've ever seen, but I've seen it multiple times because wow. they, the only episode you've seen, only episode I've ever seen. Wow, because uh, they use this pilot at film school as right. the pilot. Mm, yeah excellent in terms of character entrances and exposition and yes every 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 character every character just comes in and then it's it's crazy that you know you they come in they're established and then that's what their their character is for a decade mm-hmm. that's their character right. is is that way for the next decade i mean obviously they change in in different ways or whatever but Right off the bat, it's fucking crazy, and it's it's. I mean, it rules. It's 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 fantastic. It's efficient, and it, there's a kind of thing where if you know the way, like Carla, for instance, is introduced. It, it if you could make that like a little bit more clunky and ham fisted, and it would just feel like, all right, you're just dumping exposition in my lap. But they, it's like it's it's written elegantly enough where it doesn't feel like just an exposition dump. Um, coach rules. Um, yeah, and it was it was funny to hear him talking about a time when the Patriots were like known to kind of suck. Uh, though they do that, they would go to the Super Bowl a few years later for the Super Bowl shuffle and get destroyed. But the, these are like the Steve Grogan years, which and Grogan was 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 is like the se- second or third best, well, third best quarterback. And I'm sure people have a lot of thoughts on that in Patriots history, but. They talk about the Patriots. That's like a whole part of the plot line is them talking about how whoever yes. they drafted, they drafted a linebacker and the linebacker is the team is going to suck or whatever. So it's it's funny to hear that. Different time, Wags. Mm-hmm. Maggie, are you a Pats fan? I am, unfortunately. Like, it's kind of like... <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, I have, you know, I have Pat swag and I, I like, I think it's just the cognitive dissonance of this is where I'm from. This is my team. Who am I? Who else am I going to root for? But like, God damn it. Oh, like just every time. But I was really happy to hear that Jessica Chaffin had a great Julian Edelman story because I have a good Julian Edelman. Wow. Please share it. Well, unfortunately, I wasn't there, but my boyfriend uh, was working on a like a Puma shoot or something where they Julian Edelman was the model 
and he said he uh brought we have a we have a football that we would like throw around because i like to do sports sometimes <laughs> and he br- it disappeared and then he came back and he brought me back a, a football that julian edelman signed and he said julian was so nice that like wow. a lower person on the totem pole at the shoot and somebody else went over and said hey man would you sign my hat and kevin said oh yeah he I told him you're a big fan. And so I have a, a, a football. It says, gotta believe. Uh, wow. And he, Kevin said he was just like so nice and so gracious and, you know, wasn't bothered at all. Cause you know, he's working. Um, and so it just, yeah, made me really, really happy to know that, uh, you know, t- taking time out of the day for the little people. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. Also, this is a great transition into Sam. Sam sounds, Sam is, first of all, Sam is cool as a cucumber. You could accuse yes. him maybe of being a little bit of a cadwags, right? I mean, he's a little bit of a. He's horny. He's a lady. He's horny. He's a ladies man, but then also like a, he, 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 he has tumultuous relationships. He's getting himself in trouble. Right. Um, Played by Ted Danson. Of but uh, he, Ted Danson, and he's, he's so, he, oh, much, so hair. much hair. And it's, it's really it, reflecting in the lights with today's new HD today's new hd tvs what am i fucking 70 <laughs> years old um i tell you i'm a i'm, I'm a stand for today's new hd tvs <laughs> his hair is really browned up you can see it in the lights it's very it's, brown it, it, it's uh it but uh man just the coolest the coolest guy there he's he's cool as hell have so you ever cool. been a bartender that no i mean i've never i i mean like i've met cool bartenders hmm, have i there were a couple of birds bartenders back in the day who were great there's yeah. been some cool bartenders. How about but, Emma I mean, Erdbrink, huh? She's pretty cool. Emma, Emma is Emma is one of the cool. Ted, I'm the coolest bartender. <laughs> Sorry, Emma. <laughs> you lose to Sam. Fair enough. I'll take that. <laughs> Sam is the coolest bartender of all time. He's a and he's also a former Red Sox. He's a, got a bar in Boston. He's a former yes. Red Sox reliever. I mean, this guy rules. He's he, he, he's, he's also cool kind of like he's kind of like an also like an open and even though he's a ladies man, he's like an open and nice guy to a lot of people. He listens to people. He's great. Sam's great. Sam is good. Yes. <laughs> Just another bit of character detail. He's a he's a recovering alcoholic. He's been sober for three years yes. as of the pilot. Yeah, a little bit of a wider detail. Um, so. There's I'm a, not recovering. <laughs> so the only things that I thought that Cliff was maybe like the most not fully formed and maybe he was kind of this. And I don't know. I've, I feel like I've read about it, but I don't know if Cliff was a was he originally just a guest star and then he stuck around yes. because there's another guy. There's another guy that they're like, see you later, Ron. And I'm like, poor Ron didn't stick around. Ron, Ron does not make it. Yeah, Cliff, Cliff was uh, the the idea was Norm was going to be kind of like the central regular, and then it ended up being Norm and Cliff as a duo. And then from what I read, um, Cliff was part of you know him, and then Ron, and then the third character who you see in a couple of wide shots, but all of her lines were cut. Was the uh, the older woman in the wheelchair? Uh, she apparently also oh. was was a was a regular, and then her like sh- like her character, and then Ron kind of like ended up not being not sticking around. But Cliff and Norm were fixtures, obviously. And I also think that there's a there's a couple mo- moments in it where there's like 
from Di- that Diane has like a couple of like good grief moments where it's almost like there's one where she almost looks directly into camera, which is kind of but but weirdly one of the only dated things in it, and I and like. And and something that like you don't really know Cheers for anyways, but there's one right. where she kind of like looks right. But there's fantastic yeah, jokes. That was I think Shelley Long had a very like theatrical kind of acting style opposed to everybody else who is very like natural. You know, mm. of course, like had their beats for jokes and stuff. But she was like, I'm just here with my fiance. He is a professor. <laughs> <laughs> that acting style was a little like. Oh, like just it felt really theatery like right yes I, I, 100%. I, I think that her origins her origin story works for me like the fact of like oh that's that's like an interesting fun way to get her into the show but I agree with you that like there there is like a lot of black I mean and it, obviously the the whole the whole set feels kind of like a like a theater set which is a great thing about yeah. it but she Definitely feels like a black box one person show at some right. point. One thing I had about the logic of the plot of so she's she's getting stood up and left by her fiance. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, she's like, okay, it's like a, a romantic storyline. And then she's like, but now I need a job. But yeah, yeah, a TA, you could, you're a grad student, right? You don't, mm-hmm. you're not just a TA. So I was like, she would just be like, uh, we were dating and we broke up. So can I be someone else's TA? But they're right. like, what? She doesn't have to her name. Like, it's like totally <laughs> a different story. Oh, okay. Like, they just kind of adjusted it to be like, I'm his assistant or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not, it's not, lo- doesn't logically quite line up. Maybe back in 1982, though, like the fucked up world of she'd be like, I was dating him and then he like left me and they're like, well, you're no longer allowed to work here. <laughs> I mean, there's a, <laughs> yeah, there's a possibility knows? that the fucked upness of the, of the, of the eighties maybe would, uh, would be an issue, but, or, or I'd buy that. She just like, couldn't, she couldn't bear to be around it or something. Um, I want to just go over a few, uh, a few jokes that I thought were, were great. So there's a joke where t- uh, Ted dancing gets a call and, and basically he's trying to say he went out for a, uh, haircut. He yes. Said, yeah. He 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 walked out for a haircut and he mimes all of it, and then um, Diane says, uh, he went to mime school, and I thought that was funny. Yeah, she's making excuses for him on the phone, and he's visually he's silently communicating what he wants her to say. Mm-hmm. And then um, here's another one that I liked. Uh, well, first of all, the first norm is very intense. By the way, they're like, no, oh! they like really, they really fucking. Yella. It seems it feels it feels like they got into their groove later. Mm-hmm. But um the sweatiest movie conversation was good. I liked that yeah. quite a bit. Um and then the joke that I thought was fantastic was the novel joke. Mm-hmm. Where <laughs> Coach has been working on a novel for six years and she said, Oh, you're right. And then Diane says, You're oh, you're writing a novel? And he says, No, I'm reading one, which I thought was yeah. just great. I really liked Rhea Perlman when she says, um, like I love to see a woman who's not afraid to take her luggage out for a drink. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love mean Boston waitresses. They're the best. Rhea Perlman is, 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 I mean, there's so many great people on the show. And so it feels like all of them are kind of unsung because like, you're always jumping around to the next one, but yeah, this is before we even got, there's no Frazier and no Woody yet because no Frazier passed away. Coach passes away about four, four or five seasons into the show. Mm. 
Uh, and 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 Woody comes and he and Woody and Woody's Woody is great for like a replacement character. Yeah, Woody's Woody's Woody a good is, character. I, I felt like and and maybe I'm misremembering it. I'm gonna look it up now. But I I felt like that. I thought Coach the the actor who played Coach died a little sooner than that. But maybe it was four to five seasons in. Um. Hmm. Anyway, three it to was, four uh, maybe. Yeah, it might it might have been something like that. But it, it, uh, but anyway. Uh, he's he's great, and his 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 character game, if you want to call it that, uh, yes, and is that he is he's like very forgetful. He's like kind of go like you know like losing it a little bit, and so he you know I, the the speaking of co- the coach joke I like is when uh they call and they ask for Ernie Pantuso at, on the phone. He answers the phone. They're like, is Ernie Pantuso there? Uh, and he 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 asks around the room, is there an Ernie Pantuso here? And then Sam is like, uh, that's huge, that's you, coach. And then he's like speaking. I was like, ah, that's fun. That's a good joke. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. It was very delightful. So the plot basically is that Sumner Sloan, uh, the we talked about how Diane is a is a TA, uh, and the professor Sumner Sloan, they're going to elope together. Uh, which and he's clearly much older than her, like twenty years older than her. Uh, is going is going to get a ring from the ex from his ex wife. Uh, so that he can give it to her, and then in in so doing, ends up reconciling with his ex wife, and uh, and and uh, Diane is left out to on her own. Um, but this is a real like, it is it is a thing where like that that element I feel like it, it would not be in, or if it was in a show to these days, it would be like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, why, why are you dating your your professor who's fucking twenty five years older than you? Yeah, he's a sociopath. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> right. He's fucked up. He's still married, right? They were about to go get married. And yes. Like, uh, Diana and Sumner were about to go get married. And yeah. he was like, could you imagine if you're like going over your exes to be like, hey, I just got to come grab this thing. And then you call your new person to be like, actually, we're back together. Yeah. That guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that guy's crazy. And it's, you're right. It is. It's his ex-wife. But I will say this. Sam really calls out. He's like, I don't like that guy. Sam says right. he doesn't like that guy. He calls it out, which is good. And Sumner is a villain. I, do, we, do we never do we? We don't ever see Sumner again, do we? Uh, he, I think he comes back in a couple of random episodes over the course of the series, but he's wow. not like a regular character or anything. Is it, this is real? But it, this is exactly what David Brooks did with his the the New York Times columnist. This is exactly how he met his his uh, wife, who's like twenty years younger than him. They, she was his assistant, and then he left his he left his wife, and then started dating this like college student. God, and he writes he writes all this stuff like like he writes all of, he's just like very conservative and writes about morality all the time. Piece of anyway, shit. Anyway, it's very annoying. David Brooks sucks. I was just going to ask you, what do you it, should grad students be allowed to date professors? I don't have a strong opinion either way, but I think it's pretty dicey. I mean, I guess you're. I guess at that point you're maybe old enough, but it is still like a power dynamic there. It's right? a power dynamic. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's why Wags and I, when we started this podcast, we vowed to never date each other. Yeah. <laughs> you guys covered that. Um. So, Diane, Diane, like we were saying, the the plot of Diane losing her job, um, it all comes back. It it it, it when when Diane memorizes this drink order, which Nick. Instinctively, instinctively memorizes the drink order, which is it is a laughable moment. But Nick, I think that we should drink every drink that she memorized for a double. I think we should drink Jesus each Christ. one. Jesus Christ! 
We'll get fucked up. It's like seven drinks. Yeah, baby. Wine spritzers. It's just like would give you heartburn. Yeah, we'd throw up definitely. But also, I don't want to have like a vodka gimlet and then an Irish coffee. <laughs> just throw up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the drink order. I'm gonna see. I want to see. I want to see if uh, I'm, I'm. I wonder if I can find it. Um, but I want to see if anyone can repeat it back. I'm never going to be able to find there's it. There's no way. Know. There's no way we're going to be able to do this. There's no way you're going to be able to repeat it back. All right. Well, then, then you know what? Wags, then never mind. It's off. Did you think <laughs> it was weird that Shelly Long or uh, answered the phone at the bar? Yeah, that yes. was a little. I think it's crazy. Like if I was at a restaurant and I heard a phone ring, and I was like, I guess I'll answer it. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of stuff in this that I think maybe we watching it now are like, oh, the old days were so crazy. But I think that would have been weird in 1982. I think so, too. Yeah, it's not like writing yes. a check at the grocery store. It's like that. No, this is legitimately an odd thing to do in any scenario. It's not your business. She's so high anxiety. She has yeah. to answer the phone at a bar. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone wants to pretend that they're not there. So, like, families are calling the bar all the time. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, look. We should. We should. We should. We should rank the pilot. I want to say that after after I watched this, I watched the closing five minutes of the Cheers finale, which I've seen, and I'd seen the pilot before too, just to to be clear. But I and I had seen the finale before too. But man, the finale made me cry. It's such a beautiful. Yeah, Norm come. Norm is the last one to have a drink uh, with in the bar, and he said, "Beer, Norm." And he's and Norm says, "Why not?" And he has a beer with uh, Ted dancing with Sam, and then Sam straightens out a, a picture in the bar, which was like a picture that represented Coach. It's a very and I was cry, I was I was tearing up, Wags. Yeah, it's a it's a it's 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 a it's a fantastic uh, it's a fantastic show. Great, great opening, great closing. There's one last guy who uh, who knocks on the door at the end at the finale. It should have been the kid who was trying to get a drink. Oh, that would the first all episode. grown up now. You bookend it. All I don't think anyone up. would remember that. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Um, but Wags, we should review this, right? Like this is before TV good... was on DVD or streaming or anything. So I think people just like forgot like old episodes. Yeah, and maybe and you know what? Maybe it's better that uh, maybe it's better that they didn't do that. That sucks actually. <laughs> um, I can't find uh, the order because if you search Cheers uh, with in drink order, it's like saying like Cheers, like enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the oh, drinks. Yes. Uh, so it's it's basically impossible. But we should review this in some sort of a pilot or airplane uh, scale, Wags. Oh, or that's Brudogs. how the pilot program the, who works. Cares? Yes, I like I like if we're gonna if pilot program is gonna be a recurring thing. I like some sort of some sort of airplane. All right, metric. How about you do ski class? So you do like economy. Wow. Oh, plus, this is great. Uh, I would say, I would say first class. And then I would say above first class, you should be like private jet or private wow. chartered flight. Hmm. All right. So it won't be a nine 11 ranking. <laughs> no, that, this is probably in slightly better taste, but if so, cheers get zero. <laughs> Uh, let's yeah, let's do. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. But then again, don't we want to? That's say, dynamite. Don't don't we say? But don't we say fuck you to the first classers too? Even though now I fly first class because I'm too fat. Well, um, we also say fuck you to the people on private planes. But 
You know, you know that's mm. also that's living. Let's get private planes hey, come out of the on, picture. Lay, lay off, oh. buddy. Oh, Bill. Oh no, he's back. <laughs> Bill, are you taking the Lolita Express from Clinton, that's Massachusetts, right. to Little Saint it, James? It was left in my will. Yep, from one oh, Little Saint James to another. He <laughs> did the Woody Woodpecker laugh. Did I do that? <laughs> no, he's doing Urkel. <laughs> Bye. All right, he's gone. Um. All right, let's 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 uh let's 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 economy, economy plus, even more leg room, or first class. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, well there's we business class before first class, too. right? Oh, oh, business class is that stealing yeah, from business Hodgman class, too? Right. first class, business class. And then Delta One. <laughs> All right, Delta One is the is the top is the best. First class will be the best. Okay, here okay. we go. First class, business class, economy plus, or coach. This is a this is first class show all the way. Wags, come on! It's a first class pilot. Yeah, it's, it's a first really class well done. Pilot. No, no wasted time. There's a lot time. of great jokes establishing the characters. First it, class. First class I, for me. It- I concur. This is a first-class pilot. First-class, first-rate. If you've never seen it, maybe give it a watch. Maybe you'll want to watch more Cheers. And maybe, hey, we know we got some some younger listeners who maybe aren't as uh, familiar with this program. But I think if you watch this and and understand the time period, it's still like a just a really well-made half-hour of TV. Check it out. So I got to ask Maggie and Weiger. Uh, Maggie, you said that you this is basically the only episode you've seen. And Wags, I'm not sure how much of Cheers you've seen. Have you seen a lot or no? I've seen most of it. I mean, this was I'm I'm wow. old enough where it was on at in my like my parents watched it when I was a kid, so I absorbed a lot of it. You know, you were at the celebration like- for the for the final episode, right? <laughs> I do remember my parents watching the final episode live. I remember seeing it. I remember. I remember the the final episode was especially in Boston was like a, uh, like especially. Uh, a big celebration and they were there and they were they like closed the banks, right? They were, they were, they were, they were like shooting champagne out of when they were like in the building wow. above the bar. I think is the bar is the bar is basically on like, like a first floor. And then there's stairs that go down. Right. Emma, I've been, I went to the, I went to the actual cheers bar, the bull and finch, the bull and finch. I went, I went there like once maybe in my entire life. And yeah, then I went like in a brownstone, but it's like downstairs on the corner. Kind of, yeah, I it's it's been a it's been a very long time when I when I went to be when I was going to BU for a summer class wags which was a film class I'd always on my way back I'd always drive by the the Bull and Finch but but um it's that's still open mm-hmm. but the 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 one in Faneuil Hall they've they just decided to close and I just went there with Micus this last year wow we had we had a beer we had a beer in the Cheers bar but they're closing that one which is. Which is sad because it's kind of like the city walk version, and so that's that's closing down. But is there and but it, it, will the original stay open? Yes. Yeah, I think it's like a. It's like a Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. That's what right because it is late. It's called Cheers now, but like, I mean, I I used to my Cheers was this bar across the common, the Boston Common, called the Tam. Have you ever been to the Tam? I have been to the Tam, yes. Weiger has also been to the Tam. I've been to the Tam? Yes, you went to the Tam. When did I go to the Tam? 
when we were in when we did the show in Boston. Remember, it's the place that we were standing out in front. We went in there and had drinks after one of the shows. Huh? Were you guys at the Wilbur? Where were you? Yeah. 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 It was right next to the Wilbur, but the Tam was like. Like my college Boston bar where it was like the bartender Lynn was drunker than you. And she was like, hi, sweetie. And then she would pour you drinks that were so strong that you, I would be like, can you put more soda in this? Cause I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Be drunk college kids and like leave our, like forget backpacks and like stuff and call them the next day and be like, um, hey, is my backpack at the bar? And they're like, yeah, honey, we open at 10. Come get it. <laughs> Why is this? Does this, does this, does this, do you remember this at all? Hmm, Mitch is a... sharing his screen with pictures of the Tam. You, and... we, we went in here and we walked down and we sat in this back area here. You don't remember this? Maybe. There was no, there was no people in it. So maybe there were, I don't no know. People. It's just like sticky, sticky. There's a downstairs somewhere. Um, but it was, uh, that was like, and there's Big Buck Hunter in the back. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that was, I, I, that, the TAM has closed, which I'm very, it like closed like suddenly one day and all the regular wow. didn't know about it. But that, that was like a very, had a vibe to it that I think that the Cheers bar is trying to emulate. Wait, you're saying the TAM is closed now? Yeah, the TAM closed. What? When? Um, Like a year or two ago. We were, we were there just last year. Let me see, because it was like all my my college friends were all like, oh, my God, the TAM closed. I mean, it may have been one of the, uh, another unfortunate, unfortunate quarantine casualty. OK, let's see. Wait, wait. This says. Oh, OK, the TAM appears to have closed, but only temporarily. Ah, OK. okay. Wow. Whew. It's still good. We, 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 we were there and. I feel like people were like uh, giving Wiger trouble out in front of it, which also makes sense. Well, what were you looking at them or something? <laughs> yeah, Wiger yeah, I was tend to looking look at, at people. Them. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Boston people are awful. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have no memory of any of this. I don't remember anyone getting me any guff. Dear Lord, you, dear, dear Lord, dear Lord, did you just black out the entire Probably. fucking Jesus? It's a long tour. That was the tail end of it. <laughs> Uh, hey, that's a t- the Tam is Maggie's cheers. Let us know what yours is on social media. Hashtag cheers to me. Let um, us know what your local bar is. I also want to let it be known that Wags, you remember this that I that I worked on a uh, I was working on a pilot. This is like Coach working on a his novel where he's just reading yes. it. But I for cheers too. Remember I was writing. I a remember cheers, your cheers two idea. Yeah, s- spelled T O O. Yeah, and it was the gift shop of Cheers, and uh, and then there were people just hanging out drinking in it. But Maggie, as someone who's just seen the pilot, are you Emma Weiger? Doesn't remember Emma's back. Weiger doesn't remember being at the Tam. I don't know if Weiger actually came to the Tam. Did he Maybe go home or something? Maybe he just went home, home went to home, bed. That was was that the last? I think that was the last night of tour. And actually, Mitch and I closed it. They kicked us out. Yeah. yeah, I went home. That's what it was. Yeah, you were the one credit. misremembering it. Yeah, I don't think Weiger came because Natalie was there. Oh, sorry. No, I think we went to that bar across the street first, and we were it was a bunch of us there, and then we went to the Tam after. That's that. what it was. And I remember I the Weiger one across left, the street. Yeah, Weiger came across oh. the street, but then he didn't come to the Tam. By the way, Boy, what who a surprise! Blacked out now, Mitchell. Well, first of all, we did shut all it down, so I so I probably was blacked <laughs> out. If we if we were shutting the Tam down, I probably was blacked out. But also, Weiger. You didn't join us. That's the issue. You went home, you loser. <laughs> there are very. I went to the TAM all the time in college, and there are very few nights I remember leaving the TAM. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. My God. 
Um, and left my backpack at the TAM and called them the next day and was like, is my backpack there? And they're like, mm-hmm, come get it. <laughs> they're the best. I tried to get a bartending job there and I was like, do you guys hiring bartenders? And she was like, it's just me and my husband and that's it. And I was like, so no. Okay, cool. But it's a great bar. I love that place. Wow. Now, so one last question before we wrap it up. And why is we got to get you to the TAM, I guess, next time we go back. Will you watch more Cheers? Why has you already seen it? Will you revisit Cheers? Maggie, will you watch yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. It's great comfort food for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was re- re- reminded of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is fun. But I don't know. Maggie, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, especially right now when I don't want to go to a bar and I'm scared right. to go to a bar. Like, mm-hmm. to have a beer and feel like you're in a bar? What a great time. To- a great time. Like, yeah. I-, I absolutely. And also, it's like, it is so fun, and all these actors are so great that yeah, yeah I just love to, to to take a little trip, and there's so many seasons, so. Hell yeah. I would definitely do it. Well, there you go. Uh, Maggie Monahan, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for watching the Cheers pilot with us. Uh, anything, and thanks for sharing all your thoughts and memories about Wachusett ships, which I'm very in- excited to try in the future. Uh, anything you would like to plug at this time? Uh, just uh, Crossing Swords. Uh, season one is on Hulu. Awesome stop motion animated show. It's very gross. It's very fun. And then, of course, uh, where Nick and I work together, Earth to Ned on Disney+. Plus. Wow. Check that out. I, I also I want to say I was going to say shout out your social media, but you're not on you're not on Twitter. I like I don't know. I, my mental health is awesome. I, <laughs> I was going to say a, a hero, a yeah, true hero. It's much better judgment than me. I, I really I couldn't do it. And my Instagram is private, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> Crossing Swords on Hulu, Earth and Ed on Disney Plus. Maggie, thank you so much. And hey, hey, close out- Nick. A successful pilot program. A successful pilot for the pilot program. And Nick, Doughboys, where everybody I, I couldn't think of a I couldn't think of a joke. Why did I where try? Where everybody does your name? Where everybody does your name, a pun. There you go. He did it. I love it. It should have been a double pun. This should have been the double pun that worked. Yeah. Oh well. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, to take us out, why not? Once more, the legendary theme song from Cheers. You motherfucker. (laughs) I knew it. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Quite stylish. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. (laughs) But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? How long are we going to listen to the whole thing? Frazier has left the building. On the next Doughboys Double, we discuss New Year's resolutions and consume those chip-like objects that come in tennis ball cans, Pringles. Once you pop, can you really not stop? We'll find out as we pring in the new year. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. That was a HeadGum Podcast.